Today's reading is Luke chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones, who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice, and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? This is God's word. Good morning, everyone. My name's Scott. I'm the student minister. Um, Happy Mothering Sunday to you. Big shout out to Julia Fury, uh, best mum in the world. Um, I even ironed my shirt, my pink shirt, um, especially in her honour this morning. So um, happy Mothering Sunday, everyone. Let me me pray uh, as we come and uh, turn to God's word together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, how we praise you for this opportunity to hear what you have to say to us this morning. Father, please will be those who who listen and who are changed in the power of your spirit uh, to live for your praise and glory. Amen. 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 Well, in this story, Jesus tells us that we should keep praying and not give up. And that we can do that because God is a great judge. See, in the story, um, we, we see a widow, don't we, who is looking for justice. Now, justice is quite a big word, isn't it? Well, it's, not, it's a short word, but it's a kind of difficult word. Justice. What is justice? Well, in the Bible, justice is about more than just wrong things being punished, although it is that. But in the Bible, justice is bigger. Justice is the wrong things in this world being made right. The wrong things being made right. And in our story, we see a widow looking for justice. What does that mean? Well, maybe, we don't know what happened to her, but we could, we could take a guess. Maybe, maybe someone had taken something that belonged to her. And that's wrong, isn't it? Justice would be that thief returning what they had stolen. And instead of, of taking things from this widow, they would help her. They would provide her with what she needed. That would be right. That would be the wrong things being made right. Or maybe, and maybe someone had said something mean to this woman. Maybe uh, there's something that had hurt her feelings. Well, justice would be that person coming and saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings in what I said. And instead of using their words to say mean things, they would start using their words to say kind things. That would be making the wrong things right. That would be justice. Well, we're going to see, we're going to reenact the story and see what happens when a widow comes to a judge to ask for the wrong things to be made right. See, in a certain time, there was a judge and I don't care what people think. And there was a widow 
in that time who kept coming to him with a plea. Grant me justice. Make the wrong things right. No, leave me alone. Day after day, the widow kept coming and asking the judge for justice, but the judge kept refusing. Grant me justice. Make the wrong things right. No, I don't have time for you. Go away. Please, grant me justice. Make the wrong things right. I said no. But then, one day... Grant me justice. Make the wrong things right. This time, the judge said to himself, Even though I don't fear God and I don't care what people think, but because this woman keeps bothering me, I will make sure she gets justice so that she doesn't eventually come and attack me. Yes, I will give you justice. I will make the wrong things right. I wonder what we make of that story. What is Jesus teaching us in that story? I want you to have a think together uh, with the people that you're sitting uh, in a bubble with. You're probably only supposed to speak speak to people in your bubble. So if you're on your own, maybe just think, uh, think in your head. But if you're uh, with others, have a think on a scale of zero to 10, zero being terrible and 10 out of 10 being the best, how good is the judge at making the wrong things right? 30 seconds. Think about how good on a scale of not to 10 is the judge at making the wrong things right. Is that enough time to decide? Let me, I want to, I want you all to hold up your hands and in a moment I'm going to count down from three to one and I want you to show me on a scale of one to ten, everyone, uh, grown-ups too, on a scale of not to ten, so not is this, ten is this, how good is this judge at making the wrong things right? Everyone understand what we're doing? So everyone, hands in the air, on a scale of not to ten, after three, one, two, three, go. Hey, oh, but differences of opinion. We, we range all the way from zero to nine up here. I think the average, I'd say, keep, keep them up, keep them up. Some quick maths. I'd say the average is maybe three. I give, I give the judge three. Okay, I reckon three maybe. Why? Um, I wonder why we said what we said. Well, he's not a very good judge, is he? Because he, he takes a long time to grant the widow justice. And Jesus agrees, I think, with our, our average of three. Here's what Jesus says in verse six. You see what Jesus said? Listen to what the unjust judge says. See, Jesus thinks this judge in the story is unjust. That means he's not very good at making the wrong things right. Jesus thinks this judge is unjust. Now, I wonder if sometimes we think that God is a little bit like the judge in this story. That sometimes we think that God is not very good at making the wrong things right. Why might we think that? Well, maybe, I don't know, um, boys and girls, you're back at, you've been back at school this week, haven't you? Isn't it sad when someone gets bullied at school? Maybe you or someone that you love gets bullied. And maybe... Um, you've asked God that that would stop. You've prayed and said, God, please stop that wrong thing. Please make the wrong thing right. 
But sometimes it, it doesn't get better. And sometimes we hear stories from around the world, don't we, of, of Christians uh, being hurt just because they're Christians. So in North Korea, Christians are, are put in prison just for being a Christian. Or in Nigeria, uh, Christians are killed just because they're Christians. And sometimes we pray, Lord, please protect them. Please stop them being hurt just for being Christians. And yet it keeps happening. Christians are still put in prison and attacked. Or maybe, and maybe there's a relationship uh, in your life that's, that's really quite difficult and has been difficult for a long time. Maybe you fell out with someone and you prayed and asked God, God, please restore that relationship. Please would, would that person acknowledge hurts they've done to me and would I acknowledge hurts that I've done to them? And would the relationship be restored? But sometimes that doesn't happen very quickly either or at all. See, sometimes we pray for things. We pray that God would make the wrong things right. And sometimes it seems like they don't happen. Sometimes we think God is a little bit like the judge in this story. But Jesus says, God is not like the judge in this story. God is way better. He is a 10 out of 10 judge. Let's have a little think um, about that together with the help of some of these. If the judge is over here, and this is God over here, let's compare them uh, for a minute, shall we? Now, the judge makes that face, doesn't he? The judge um, doesn't care for the widow. The judge in the story doesn't care for the widow. Every time he sees the widow coming, he rolls his eyes and thinks, oh, no, not her again. He doesn't care about giving the, the widow justice. But God is not like that at all. Do you see in the story how Jesus describes God's people? He says, you are God's chosen people. God loves his people. They're his chosen people. He loves people. He is the 10 out of 10 judge because he loves people. How else uh, do we see, can we compare uh, this judge to God? Well, the judge, he only thinks about himself. He only thinks about himself. Do you see, even in the story, when he does eventually give the widow justice, he only does it so that she won't come and beat him up. That's a bit strange, isn't it? She only comes so that he won't keep bothering her and attack him. He's only looking out for himself. But that is not what God is like. God always thinks of others. He does everything for our good. He does the right thing. He makes the wrong things right for our good. He is the 10 out of 10 judge. The final thing we see in the story is that the judge is very slow. He is like a snail when it comes to making the wrong things right. He has to be asked lots and lots of times. It takes him a long time to do the right thing. But God is not like that. Jesus says in our passage that God is quick to bring justice. Is it? Oh, it's is why we have a support team at the back all going. <laughs> God is quick like a cheetah. 
to bring justice. Do you see, do you see how Jesus says that in verse 8? He says, God will see that they get justice and quickly. God is not slow. He will bring justice quickly. God is the 10 out of 10 judge. Now, do you see that the judge in the story is not a very good judge? Maybe a three out of 10. But God is a way better judge. He is the 10 out of 10 judge. He is so good at making the wrong things right. And we're going to have a little pause there. When I come back, the musicians are going to come up and we're going to sing again. When I come back, we're going to have a think about why that makes a difference. Why does it make a, what difference does it make that God is a 10 out of 10 judge? Now, maybe you'll remember before that we said that the judge in our story is not a very good judge, maybe a 3 out of 10, but God is a 10 out of 10 judge. But see, that even in our story, eventually, even this bad judge, even this 3 out of 10 judge, granted the widow justice. And so the point that Jesus is making is, tells us this story is, how much more confident can we be as we pray to the 10 out of 10 judge. So do you see what Jesus is teaching us right there at the beginning in verse one? Why Jesus tells us this story, verse one of our passage. Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Because, Jesus, because God is a 10 out of 10 judge, Jesus says we should always pray and not give up. And in our story, we have an example of that, don't we? We have an example of someone who doesn't give up. And that was the widow in our story. The widow didn't give up. I want you to um, just turn back into your bubbles and give the widow a score on a scale of not to 10. How good is she at not giving up? That one, I think, is a little bit easier than the first one, isn't it? Everyone, uh, show, show me on your hands after three how good is the widow at not giving up? One, two, three. Lots of tens. Ten, ten, ten. She's really good at not giving up, isn't she? She keeps coming day after day to ask that the judge would grant her justice, even though she probably knows he's a three out of ten judge. And so how much more should we keep praying to God, the ten out of ten judge, that he would make the wrong things Right, we're going to have a little think about what difference that would make to our praying. If we, if we knew that, if we remembered that and believed it, Anna's going to come and help us see what a difference it makes to our praying that God is the 10 out of 10 judge. Lord God, please help my friend Steve. He's being bullied and it's wrong. Please make it stop and please make the wrong things right. What's the point? I've prayed this so many times and God has never done anything. I should just give up. Lord, please help the Christians in North Korea to keep going and please help the government to stop harming them. That's impossible. The government is never going to stop harming Christians. There's just no point in praying that. Lord, please help fix my friendship with Sally. She hurt me, and now it's really awkward. 
please help us to be friends again. I prayed that yesterday and things got worse, not better. I'm not praying that anymore. No, God is the 10 out of 10 judge. He has promised that he will make all of the wrong things right. So that means I can trust him. Lord, please stop the bullying and please protect the Christians and please help me and Sally to be friends again. Amen. Do you see what a difference it makes knowing that God is a 10 out of 10 judge? Sometimes it is, uh, we're tempted to, to give up praying, to think that it doesn't make a difference, to think that God won't answer us. But when we remember that God is the 10 out of 10 judge, that he will make all the wrong things right, it gives us confidence to keep praying even when it's hard. But maybe you've got a question about that. Maybe particularly if you're a grown-up, maybe you've got a question about that. Is God's justice quick? Jesus says that God will bring justice quickly, but sometimes God's justice doesn't feel quick. Sometimes it feels like it takes God quite a long time to make the wrong things right. Maybe uh, that, that someone that you love who is being bullied, God doesn't make it right straight away. That doesn't seem quick. When we see persecuted Christians still being persecuted, that doesn't seem quick. What do we do? Well, that's when we remember what, God, what Jesus is teaching us in this parable. That God is the 10 out of 10 judge. That he will make all the wrong things right. And that's when we have to remember what Jesus um, told us last week. If you tuned in uh, to, uh, to last week uh, service, Luke 17. Jesus says, when he comes back to put all the wrong things right, it will happen really quickly. It will take everybody by surprise. But in an instant, he will make all the wrong things right. It will happen so quickly. And so when we pray now that God would make wrong things right, we are praying that Jesus would return. Because that is when all the wrong things will be made right. And so look, life can sometimes be hard now, can't it? And sometimes it will feel like God doesn't answer our prayers when we ask him to make the wrong things right. But if we remember that God is the 10 out of 10 judge, that he will make all the wrong things right, then that gives us confidence to always pray and never give up. We can trust him. We can pray to him that he would make the wrong things right because one day, Jesus will return and make all the wrong things right. Shall we pray that God would help us to keep praying and never give up? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, sometimes it's hard to remember that you will come back, that Jesus will come and make all the wrong things right. Sometimes we find that very hard to believe when we look at the world around us. But thank you that Jesus is telling us today that we can trust in you, that you will make all the wrong things right when Jesus returns.
Father, please keep us praying. Please keep us asking you to make the wrong things right. Please would we not give up. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.